This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Shall we begin? I deem him one of the greatest beings alive in our time. We shall never see his like again. His name will live in history. It will live in the annals of war. It will live in the legends of Arabia. Who is he? Petru. Tabas! What is your name? My name is for my friends. None of my friends is a murderer. For over a quarter of a century, controversy has raged around the name of T.E. Lawrence. No man of our time has drawn upon himself so much praise and so much criticism. Lawrence of Arabia, the man torn between two civilizations. Lawrence of Arabia, filmed against a canvas of awesome magnificence. BFM 89.9, it's 7.39 and you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn Sharmila and Arvin. It is our supercut and tonight's a very straightforward one actually. We're talking about the movies that we would like to watch or re-watch in the cinema. So it could be anything. It could be something that came out before you were born. It could be something that you remember watching in the cinema, but that you wish could come back again so you could watch it all over again on the big screen or anything in between. Um, we want to know your favourites. You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. So Lawrence of Arabia, I- I'm not saying it right, sorry. Lawrence of Arabia. Um, was, Lawrence of Arabia was a collective choice. All three of us wanted to to talk about it, and I just I, I watched it fairly late, fairly recently. And my friends, I am telling you, it blew my mind. It blew my mind on a television screen. I just cannot imagine how fangirl I would get in a cinema. <laughs> so I haven't even watched it recently and I can already imagine. Um, Lawrence of Arabia for me sits in... Sorry, what? L- Lawrence of Arabia. Sits in that space of movies that obviously I would have never watched in the cinema because I wasn't around when it was released. And I feel such major for more about that um, because that's never going to be recaptured, right? Mm. Um, but I would love to watch it, watch the remastered edition on a cinema screen because it was made to be watched on a cinema. I mean, you heard it. Awesome Magnificence. Awesome Magnificence, yeah. Um, do you want to see the remastered version on a cinema screen or do you want to see them project it on with a film reel on an old projector Ooh. because that's the thing I want to see. Um, I don't want to see it like touched by quote-unquote modern technology. Um, I don't want to see it remastered. I want it with all the glitches and the film specs and the... You know what's weird? I've only seen remastered because I watched yeah. it recently. So this is the only exposure I have. I've only seen RTM too, so I don't know. 
Do we mm. even? Because the thing is, that would then require special cinemas as well, right? Yeah. We couldn't just watch it in a cineplex. Also, we don't know what the film reels look like yeah. today, like the quality and how they've like degraded. But um, but if we're going ideal. Then yeah, I think just for the for the warm and fuzzies of watching the original, the crackle of the film. Yeah. Oh, I want IMAX. <laughs> this is odd. Um, I I just want the whole thing on IMAX, big, loud. Um, hopefully remastered and retouched in such a way that it makes sense. Um, that it doesn't look weird. That things don't warp. I don't know if that's hoping for too much, but um. Uh, yeah, I want IMAX, big, loud, no 3D, no 3D, but definitely IMAX and um, maybe with an intermission. That oh. would be lovely. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I the, agree. I, I think there's a reason I can't watch the movie on the small screen. I've seen it once. Um, I've, I've only ever seen it once. And that's because I feel like it doesn't work on a small screen at all. So if they ever re-released it in the cinema, that would be the only other time I watch this movie. I feel like it's way too long and it's way too grand to be captured on any kind of tv and there's always like external interruptions right like you hear things or you know you might want to hit pause you always have that option um i don't think it does the film any justice to be in that situation hmm I definitely want to rewatch it. I mean, I'm going to at home. I've been mm. saying this for a while since Lynn told me it's on one of the streaming services. Um, but for me, it is actually that. It's that feeling of, here's a movie. And then I feel this way about a few films, I think. Um, Godfather is one that I feel that way oh, yeah. about as well. Um, wanting to watch it in a world that hadn't had it yet. Casablanca as well. Um, I think there's a lot of romanticism attached to these movies. Nobody knew what they were getting when they went into a cinema to watch it. So mm. I'm being a bit like, this is something that will never happen, you know. Um, but for me, I think the opportunity to watch it on a screen would be amazing. Well, this actually leads us to the question of why we want to rewatch certain movies or, or watch, watch or rewatch certain movies in the cinema. Because to be honest, uh, tonight we've got a pretty, I think, interesting selection of clips. Some films that we've talked about a fair amount of times, others not so much. And um, in each of them, for each of us, I think there's actually quite different reasons for why we want to watch something uh, on screen. So with Lawrence of Arabia, it's it's a it's a grand old classic, and also it's just beautiful. Like like there are parts of it that are so beautiful, and it's meant to be watched on as big a screen as possible as good a sound system as is possible in, in today's day and age. But there are others where I don't really care. It's not that grand. It's it's not that's not the reason I want to watch it in the cinema. For me, part of it is that I'm a gen I'm a huge cinema geek anyway. Like mm. I'd pick watching most movies in the cinema if I could, if it was affordable, and if it didn't mean I had to drive through tra uh, traffic. Um, so. On the one hand, for me, any opportunity to watch a film in a big screen in a quiet hall, ideally quiet hall, um, is great. But I think there's the other thing about the collective experience of watching something. Um, we recently talked about uh, Imaginor in our review yeah. and about how um, watching it with an audience in a cinema was really nice. I um, mean, there's so many movies that just work better because of the collective experience, uh, which you don't necessarily get when you watch at home. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home, for instance. Um, even though I would never really put it at my top five of movies, I would 100% put it at my top five movie cinema experiences. It's those kinds of experiences that 
you know when you hear um all the people talk about how they went to the cinema it it was like an event right it's mm. a, it's something you go out for um it's something you anticipate um and then they all these like huge movies like ben hur or, or oh ben hur right yeah. um, i've heard so many needs an intermission <laughs> yes <laughs> needs an intermission i've heard so many stories of of people watching ben hur when it came out um the cinema scope the wide screen the sound the amount of people that they could pack into a cinema um i want that like every time i hear of these stories I'm like, oh, I want that. I want it to be an event because cinema is so accessible now that you can just go anytime you want. But it's those kinds of, I don't know, I I don't know what kind of feel you call that, but capturing that feel, I think that's why I would want to see these movies re-released because we're never going to get to see them. And the fact that we have never seen them sort of bothers me a bit. We've, we're getting lots of messages already, but we'll come back for them. Uh, again, keep them coming. We want to know what is a cinema, what is a movie that you want to come back into the cinema, uh, whether it's because you've never seen it uh, and you want to watch it on the big screen, whether you remember watching it on the big screen and you're like, I want that again. Um, you can WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. The next movie is actually a choice of Arvin's. Uh, Arvin, you want to talk us through it? Yeah, so I picked um, Star Wars, the first Star Wars, A New Hope. Um, I, I don't know why. It's it's crazy that I have no idea how that looks on a big screen. Like in my mind, right, the movie mm. seems big. Like I can I can imagine watching it on a big screen. I remember watching it on a big screen, but I've never seen what it looks like. Um, I, I absolutely love everything Star Wars. I'm. Wearing... You've watched A New Hope on in the cinema. No, I, I never have. Oh, but, right. So but you, you kind of have a, a memory a of memory, it. Having, yeah. Because it looks, it all looks so big and yeah. so cinematic, right? Um, but just like my love for Star Wars, like I'm wearing Stormtrooper socks now, <laughs> like like literally right now. Um, so the fact that, you know, if there was a chance to watch it on the big screen, the way it's supposed to be seen before George Lucas tampered with everything and, and re-edited <laughs> it, um, just the binary sunset. I think that specific scene, the wideness, the scope of it, seeing the dual sunset and Luke standing there, it's one of the most cinematic scenes ever so yeah th- that that would be like my number one thing you must understand i need you here, Luke. but it's a whole nother year look it's only one more season yeah that's what she said when bigs and tank left where are you going it's like i'm going nowhere i have to go finish cleaning those droids oh and he can't stay here forever most of his friends have gone it means so much to him i'll make it up to him next year i promise yeah <laughs> Luke's just not a farmer, Owen. He has too much of his father in him. That's what I'm afraid of. For me, BFM 89.9, the business station.
ਸੋਚਣਾ ਤੇਰ ਬਿੰਜੀ ਉਹ ਨਹੀਂ ਉਹ ਲੱਗਦਾ ਮੈਂ ਤੇ ਮਰ ਜਾਵਾਂ ਲੈ ਚਲ ਲੈ ਜਾ ਸੋਣੀਏ ਲੈ ਚਲ ਲੈ ਜਾ ਦਿਲ ਲੈ ਚਲ ਲੈ ਜਾ FM 89.9 it is 7:50 and you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn Sharmila and Arvin. Our supercut tonight is all about movies that we would like to see come back to the cinema whether it's because we missed it the first time round or because we remember it being awesome the first time round. Anyway, we want to know what are some films you would love to recatch or see come back to the cinema. Uh you can WhatsApp 0187898899 tweet us at BFM Radio. So, Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum was actually Sharmila's choice um but I watched it recently and then came into work and just talked your ear off about like <laughs> like all these theories about romance and how great it is and the thunder and all the rest and of it Khan. really obsessed I was truly obsessed so I I I I co-signed this so hard How long ago was this Like a Uh, how long you watched it a few months ago right? very recently and, and then i just came in like ranting like a maniac <laughs> like a, like full on crazy eyes so, so actually i thought of lin when i thought about this movie for this show mm. because it made me sad that lin never watched it in a cinema no no i missed it uh, because i realized i did obviously it came out in 2001 um i was regularly going to the cinema to watch everything shahrukh khan had made at that time um it's such a cinema movie uh, i mean most of these lavish bollywood films are but this one with like three huge bollywood actors three big bollywood actresses the 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 set pieces the doing dances, all the things the helicopter scene <laughs> yes doing the mostest with everything the tears the drama like if you're not in a cinema for this i think it's a miss wasn't there like a like a whole period i remember like the 90s and up to the mid 2000s where every single movie that came out of i don't know all but like you know south indian cinema and then bollywood everything the doing the mostest was so true because all, every single movie was doing the mostest so every single movie was a cinema movie um and i don't know if i'm remembering it correctly or not but i remember like every every movie that i would go for like this in the cinema was louder and bigger than any of the hollywood productions that i went for especially the sound right it would blast so loud and it's 3 hours and it's 3 hours <laughs> and it's just like yeah you know if you have big speakers in a cinema why not use them i I'm sad about this partly because I really really love the movie like <laughs> like I came in as a full on fan girl like ah oh, and then that scene with the bangles like I I I spoke to you for like 45 minutes you about did. that you did. and I was just so deeply enthused and I imagine that if I had watched it in a cinema like I might never come back from that like I might go into like fan magazine land and just like be full on that's what people did I know um, I know, can imagine you buy it. you buy the clothes that they wore it sets off fashion trends mm. uh people learned the dance i you know i remember the dance i did it for like a college thing um yeah people were performing them at various events it it's it, these were huge like event cinema yeah these sorts of bollywood productions were 100% event cinema and even today i feel like that height of bollywood fandom hasn't been reached for a while and i would honestly rather watch kabhi kushi kabhi gum again in the cinema than i would a lot of the bollywood films that are coming out today and linton would have become one of those people who went and <laughs> one watched of those people, one of those people right. who watched uh, uh, you know titanic like 75 times um, i watched titanic 13 times back in the day 
Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, now that you've mentioned it, I remember this. I watched Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum three or four times in the cinema. So I feel like you could easily have done that. I don't think I did 13 over, like, in the cinema. But I definitely oh, okay. did, like, several in the cinema. And then subsequently, what what, what was that? What was it? What, VCD? Were those VCD <laughs> yeah, times? I, guess, yeah, I can't VCD. remember what yes. era of technology yeah. we're in. But, um, yeah, so I, I, yes, I would 100% have, I mean, I did, I feel, revert to teenage girldom. And, and I'm sad to have missed out on the moment in cinema because that's part and parcel of it, right? We talk about water cooler shows, but there's something to be said about water cooler cinema. Mm. And Kabi Kushi Kabi Gum definitely was huge cultural footprint at that time. So since we're talking about this, right, um, you know, like like major memories and, and events in the cinema, um, watching Titanic like a bunch of times and stuff, would you, would you watch a movie that you have a lot of attachment to again? Because I won't. Like, I, I would never watch Jurassic Park in the cinema again. I would never watch The Lion King in the cinema again. Did you again. not go for the re-release when no. they re-release? Oh, no. that's like, so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So even when they brought um, Phantom Menace back, which I have a strong attachment <laughs> to, um, I, I, I didn't go watch it again. Um, I'm really worried that watching it again would sort of mix up my memories and I would it would sort of overwrite the, the nostalgia that I have for the first time I saw it. Um, so I try to protect those as much as I can. Interesting. Um, so I don't have a strong memory. We, we talked about this recently. I, I don't mm. have a super strong memory of watching Jurassic Park in the cinema. I have a very strong sense memory of the film. Yep. Like I remember scenes. I, I remember everything about it. But I don't remember the experience of being in the cinema. Lion King I get though. And, and Lion King's tough because uh, it's definitely one of my early cinema experiences. But I was a child. And how are you going to replicate... That exact feeling, yeah. um, you know, later on in your life, I, I just don't think it's doable. Oh, that's an interesting way to look at it. Um, mm. Because Jurassic Park, when they re-released it, uh, I think it was like two years ago. Or was it pre-pandemic? I'm really getting muddled now. I think it was just before the first Jurassic World. Yes, yes, mm. that's right. So pre-pandemic for sure. Um, I was so excited to be able to watch it in the cinema again. Um, I went with my brother who had been very young when the first one came out mm. and I was slightly older. And so um, it was kind of nice. And we, um, for me, it felt like I was reliving the way I felt as a child. Well, uh, oh. Ravin on, Twi- uh, on WhatsApp says, I want to rewatch Jurassic Park in the cinema. I want to feel the bass as the footsteps <laughs> of the T-Rex reverberates through the water in the glass. Oh, that's absolutely what I felt. You know, when you when you see the foot come down on the mud and then you watch the water reverberate, I felt like I was, how old was I? Nine, ten again when mm. the movie came out. I want that, but I also want the um, distorted elephant sound. You know, the T-Rex <laughs> yeah, roar, yes. that roar, I want that. It was what, distorted elephant and dog or something? Something like that. But I think like bull elephant and then I don't know what else. But yeah. So that's the other thing. I'm always, I'm kind of worried that the cinemas today wouldn't be be able to recapture that. Because a lot of it is... is, Uh, This, this I do have a concern. Yeah. Because I don't know if it was actually loud back then or just because it was the first thing that I saw in the cinema that it was loud for me. Um, And I'm always going to be like, oh, that was so loud that I felt it in my chest. And I don't think I'll be able to feel that, that thump. Again. Different types of cinema as well, right? Because I, mm. I always remember watching Jurassic Park in Rex Cinema and KL. Same. The vibe is so different from watching it in a, a small cineplex. Guys, yeah. 40X. 40X is clearly <laughs> the answer to this. They'll force you to feel the thump. Don't worry about it. The chair will do it for you. Uh, so the next movie we have is a pick of mine. And uh, it, it gets at the... It gets at the collectivist experience that I'm after because I never watched Princess Bride in the cinema. Um, I, I was, you know, 
too young, not born, whatever. So anyways, too young, I would think. Uh, actually, I think not yet born. In fact, so um, the so the Princess Bride is very special to me because I've I've watched it many times since. I love it. I think it is a near perfect or perhaps perfect movie, and I just want to sit in a cinema where everybody is screaming. Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya, you know, or, or Mawage. Or I, I just want to be in the cinema where everybody is doing that. And um, I, I don't think it's there for the beauty or for the, the visuals. That's not the point. I just want to go for like karaoke Princess Bride, you know. I, I don't yeah. think it's too much to ask. Oh, I totally get it. Fan screenings are the best. The best. People can get dressed up. They can hear lines at the screen. Communal experience. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody give us this. Um, so we're going to hear The Princess Bride. But in the meantime, keep those favourites coming. We want to hear what is a movie that you'd like to see reissued in the cinema. So you can go and watch it. You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. All right. Where is the poison? The battle of wits has begun. It ends when you decide and we both drink and find out who is right and who is dead. But it's so simple. All I have to do is divine from what I know of you. Are you the sort of man who would put the poison into his own goblet or his enemies? Now, a clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. I'm not a great fool, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. But you must have known I was not a great fool. You would have counted on it, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You've made your decision then? <laughs> not remotely. Because Iocane comes from Australia, as everyone knows. And Australia is entirely peopled with criminals. And criminals are used to having people not trust them, as you are not trusted by me, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of you. Truly, you have a dizzying intellect. Wait till I get going! Where was I? Australia. Yes, Australia. And you must have suspected I would have known the powder's origin so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. You're just stalling now. You'd like to think that, wouldn't you? Beautiful festive moments. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Where are we going? dead. No. The poison only works when the components are mixed. Hairspray won't do it alone, but hairspray mixed with lipstick and perfume will be toxic and untraceable. How did you figure this out? A lot of people think you're as dangerous as the Joker. <laughs> He's psychotic. Some people say the same thing about you. What people? Well, I mean, let's face it. You're not exactly normal. Are you? It's not exactly a normal world, is it? Why did you bring me here? Well, you could have sent that stuff to the press yourself. You're right. There is something else you have that I want. What? BFM 89.9, it's 8.09 and you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn Sharmila and Arvin. It's our supercut, of course. And today it is all about movies that we want to watch or re-watch in the cinema. Um, in other words, stuff that has 
long come and gone, uh, but that we wish would make its way back on the big screen so we can appreciate. Um, if you would like to share what yours is, what would you like to watch or rewatch in the cinema? Um, you can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. So, I'm just putting it out there. Like, I wonder whether if I just opened it out to the world and said, who do you think chose Batman? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what would the world come back with? I don't know. I mean, we, who knows? It's a mystery. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. all spoken about Batman an equal amount. <laughs> like the Riddler's mystery. One of those. Or Batman's identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... The Batman 1989 is, if I remember correctly, the first feature-length film that I saw in full. Um, I don't know if it was on TV, when Batman Returns was coming out on VHS, one of those things, like you know, and, and it's the first movie that I saw in full. Um, I, I, have, I, I would love to see it on a big screen because Tim Burton used to make like beautiful looking movies, just the tactile feel of everything, his, his sort of like visual language, the, just the sensibility, like, you know, like the way he shoots the Batmobile and it's in the forest, it's going into the Batcave, the way he shot the Batcave, everything is so touchable and I mm. want to see that blown up on like an like a IMAX or like a widescreen and to see the rubber suit, all of that detail is lost, I think it's lost on a, on a small screen I will admit that I was incredibly glad that you chose both A New Hope and Batman mm -hmm. because I wanted to put those on my list and then this meant that I could pick other movies. Yeah. Um, but oh, I 100% I agree. The first Batman movie I watched in the cinema, actually, I, I'm not going to apologize for it. I like Batman Forever. That was the first Batman mm -hmm. movie I watched in the cinema. But I deeply wish that I could have watched both Batman and Batman Returns, exactly for the reasons you said. Um, the, the the grottiness of the the feel of the movie, yeah. uh, the, the weirdness. Tim Burton films, even the not-so-great ones, are always so much fun to watch in the theatre. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Um, the rubber suit actually has me thinking it would be lovelier to watch that on a big screen. Right? Mm. Yeah, to yeah. actually be able to see the full detail. And um, we, we are such champions of practical effects here on the show that... Yeah, you're right. It would be a pleasure. I've always found um, the Tim Burton Batman's grubby uh, in a way that makes me a little bit uncomfortable. Mm. And um, we, we've established this before. I'm, I'm weirdly like kind of princessy about like not wanting to be <laughs> in cinematic worlds uh, that feel grubby. But now that we're talking about it, yeah. I mean, yes, why not? I also really want to watch uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman on the big screen. It's it's those things like mm. you know she's, yeah. she's got yeah. like stitches, the stitches on the, so yes, the stitches. Yes, the stitches, the claws. Yeah. yeah. Can you imagine that on a big screen? Like seeing all that detail, that would look beautiful. The the smoke, the way that Gotham sort of looks like it's a it's built on a stage, but also doesn't. It looks kind of cardboardy. It has a weird glow about it. All that stuff. It's so um. Tim Burton like, used to make really good movies back when he didn't figure out computers yet. It's so many, you have so many qualifiers and that makes me so sad because it's true. Used to make good movies, one, way back when, another. It's like, okay. Um, all right, we're talking today again about movies that we want to see reissued in cinemas, whether it's because we remember the first time we watched it and it was awesome or because we never got the chance to. And we want to hear from you. Uh, what are some movies you wish would make their way back into theatres? You can watch WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So um, we have a number from Indian cinema. Let's start with Bilvarajan who says all Rajnikanth movies that got released in the 90s, especially Basha and Pariyapa. Oh, those are such great picks. Um, 
Basha was re-released in the cinema for one of its anniversaries and I was so upset that I missed it. Um, if it ever comes back, I'm 100% watching it. But you watch them for the first time in the cinema, right? When Basha and Padepa, for sure. Um, yeah. I remember watching those in the cinema. And there was such great like cinematic Cinematic and communal experience. Yeah, the communal thing is yeah. a big, big deal, I think. Uh, we also have Maria Das David who says, Mauna Ragam is my choice. It's a nice movie. Mauna Ragam is... Ooh, that's such an interesting pick. I was a little young when that actually came out. Um, any Money Retnam film, though, I would say is worth watching in the cinema. Yeah, it also has the... There's a weird comparison, but it also has the, the Tim Burton... Um, Thing where you want to see all that detail on the big mm. screen, right? The, especially the mist. Both movies have a lot of. Both filmmakers use a lot of mist. So the mist, and you know what the other thing is that I love about Mani Ratnam films, that I think, which, which I think works in cinemas. Everyone talks in these low and slow tones, yeah. and so watching it on a big screen works so well. The romance and the drama of it. Mm. Oh, I thought you were going to say with the big subtitles, which I assume <laughs> is also helpful. Sometimes, which if you, yes, you, you know, can't understand Tamil. Right? Yeah. Low, slow. It's like, yes, go slow with the giant subtitles that I can read with ease. Um, Anil Raman says, my choices are Nayagan and Talapati. Probably my two favourite Tamil films of all time. So completely agree. Mm-hmm. I never got to watch those in the cinema. I would desperately love to. You didn't watch Salabadi in the cinema? No, I think I might have watched it at home. Yeah, I don't think I watched that in the cinema. I, I know that I watched it in the cinema. I have no memory of it. I think I was way, way too young. Yes. But I wish I remembered. Yeah, so maybe you're on the side of this, right? In, in yeah. some ways, like, like yeah. it's, a, it's a co-vote. Um, we have Lee Jun, who's also gone kind of international. Um, so starting with Hollywood, though, Jurassic Park, which we spoke about, Ben, <laughs> which we also spoke about, and Star Wars, oh no, we are, we've gone with Roman numerals. Uh, Star Wars <laughs> 4, 5, and 6, the original so the unremastered. Original. Yes. Yeah. Uh, original and unremastered, actually. Legion's quite specific. And then from Japan, Seven Samurai, Rashomon, and all the Kurosawa, B&W, uh, Black and Whites, Gojira, Ultraman. Um, and then Hong Kong, all the Jackie Chan classics, all the Jet Li classics, all the Stephen Chow slapstick um, for all the people laughing together. Oh, um, I love the Kurosawa picks. I was lucky enough to attend a film festival I can't remember where where they screen Rashomon in a in a cinema mm. and oh it's mind-blowing I would love to watch everything he's done on a big screen especially the black and white ones so you've seen a movie in black and white on the big screen yes have you seen a movie in black and white on the big screen Lynn the artist but that's not yes. old black and white oh, yeah you've seen the artist in the I cinema. did see the artist in the cinema huh. which I thought was lovely uh, why do I feel like I have? Um, I'm sure it's something. I'm sure that it's something recent. It's not something old. It's all mm. recent stuff. I, I might be thinking of stuff like Road to Perdition is not exactly black and white, is it? It's like or is it just very it's mon- desaturated? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's definitely a newer movie. I've seen black and white films in the cinema, but I don't think I've seen an old one. Huh? Because I'm just realizing that I've never seen a black and white film on a big screen. I've only see, ever seen it at home. So you've never watched The Artist in the cinema? No, I missed mm. it in cinema. But The Artist does look different though because it's it's new black it's and new, white, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. But then, you know, there's also the Parasite edit. Cause there's there's a, yeah, because yeah, um, director Bong, I like calling him that. <laughs> Cause, yeah, because he did a, a black and white edit. So if Parasite were reissued and assuming that they went with that version, you could again, that, that's another option. That's another black and white. Yes. Oh, just like uh, Logan. 
So Logan has a black and white cut. And, oh, does it? Yeah, and Mad Max Fury Road has a black and white cut. Oh, those would be so awesome Ooh, to see. I don't know about Mad Max in black and white because the the color of the mm. sand is such an important part of how you feel about that world. But then I think you get other details, right? So the reason why um, Parasite was done in um, was done in black and white, or why he decided to do another version, was because he said that it drew sharper contrasts between the haves and have-nots. Mm. That the details kind of stood out more, which oh. I can see actually. I mean, right. I haven't seen it but i can imagine that being the case i don't know why mad max was done it, it, it's called the chrome edition um maybe just for that or just, maybe just, just for chrome, chrome. Oh, mad max. oh did you not watch sin city in the cinema oh but sin city is not a true it's black not a and true white. black and white like, Th- there's yeah. splashes yeah. right there's splashes yeah. of color yeah mm. yeah um let's see just to close off on the hong kong side uh sean also says bring back chinese new year wang fei hong once upon a time in china so I feel like this should be a thing that cinemas don't capitalize on enough, like to screen local or, or, or sort of cultural holiday specials in the cinema. Do you think you'll get a lot of response if they did I, it? I, yeah. I think if it became a thing they did every year, if the prices were a little lower than regular ticket prices and mm. they made a thing out of it, that's potential. I know they do it outside of here. Like, yeah. you know, some countries do it. They they replay like old movies and, and from the reel itself, right, sometimes. Um, I wish they would do it here. Well, Faisal says, please replay P. Ramley movies, which is, mm. um, you know, in line with what we're talking about now, but also black and white. I love that idea. I really love the idea of being able to watch P. Ramley um, in a cinema. If anyone's listening, P. Ramley Film Festival in cinema. Why not? Please do right? it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think, um, so, so I feel like the way that cineplexes work um, means that we often see only this like glut of new arrivals, right? And and we're always rushing to see stuff before they, they go out. Um, and I wish that there were screens that were reserved for older movies in general. And, and I feel like if people... Because at this point, right, we're, we're at a point where people like Faisal and others who love P. Ramli will always say, I miss P. Ramli. I wish P. Ramli movies were on or um, I've always enjoyed. But if you're not necessarily watching, say, RTM, um, if you don't have access to to streamers and, and he's also not all his movies are on all the streamers, then when you say things like, I love P. Ramli movies, we should all watch them more. It's not always that easy to identify where you should be going. 100% no, right? Because even when we did a throwback a few years ago, uh, we struggled with trying to find ways to watch the movies. Mm. Um, and and that, that's just the reality because unless you happen to know, uh, unless you happen to know people who have the DVDs and so on, which also not very common. No. And I'm also thinking like just psychologically, it should make sense, right? Like you see a listing of like all the new movies, but then you don't feel like being bombarded by the whatever new CGI blockbuster there is. And then let's say something from the 90s is showing um, like like a movie that you watch, you haven't seen in like 10, 15 years. I don't know, any 90s rom-com, let's say. Um I would go. Like, I, I would pay t- like for a ticket and go like, okay, I just feel like watching... Like, um, go because you want to go watch a movie in the cinema rather than go because there's this new movie I yeah. want to watch. Yeah, 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 exactly right. It's an active choice kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, we've got a few mentions of Schindler's List as black and white. So both Lok oh. and Aduna are bringing that up. Well, we obviously would never have watched that in the cinema, sadly. Mm. Yeah, Unfortunately, yeah. right? And I don't know if we stand a chance of, of having it come back. I'm not sure things have changed that much. Um, Looks, other mentions, by the way. Very nice list. Uh, Spirited Away, Secret Life of Walter Mitty and Bridge of Spies. So I've watched 
both Secret Life and Spirited Away in the cinema, such good cinema films. Walter Mitty is such an interesting um, name drop because the first time I watched that movie, I was on a plane. Um, and oh. uh, and I don't know if I would ever swap out that experience for, uh, you know, for like a cinematic thing. I, I've always remembered it as a very small screen thing and then it became like a TV thing. So I don't know. But I think it would look like amazing in it's the It's beautiful on, in, on big screen. Walter Mitty. Yeah. 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 I missed it on the big, I missed it on the big screen. Um, I think Bridge of Spies is such a well-made movie. Uh, we spoke about this during our Spielberg show. It's one of my absolute favourites and it's it's a nice one because uh, it's in line with what we've been talking about recently, which is that sometimes dramas, like really well-made, beautiful, dramatic films, uh, don't get their due on the big screen. And, and so I like that mention, but also I have a very clear memory of watching Spirited Away in the cinema. It was the best. Hmm. It was so transportive and I, I'm so glad that I watched it on the big screen before subsequently seeing it in, you know, on TV. Well, I've never watched Bridge of Spies, clearly. So um, I would be happy to watch it in a cinema, I think. I love, I mean, Spielberg is clearly always worth watching in a cinema. Yeah, yeah. Also, does it matter, like, if we if we say we want something to be re-released and we want to watch it again, um, do the the logical things matter in this scenario? Is it like pure fantasy? Because like, what if what if we go watch it again and then we get like a noisy crowd? Oh, you know what I mean. I'm okay. bringing like realism into the <laughs> into the hypothetical situation. Let me redirect that a little bit by saying that Munif wants to watch Ola Bola, um, saying it's high production value, emotional, epic retelling about the legend of our '80s football team. It has wholesome wholesome elements of racial unity, family values, non forced patriotism, in between the heart pounding football action. I went to see it in cinemas three times, and twice there was a standing ovation from everybody. I want to relive that. It should totally be reshown in cinemas during our upcoming participation and long coming return in the Asia Cup. So I read that partly because great shout, really nice one, mm-hmm. but also because noisy isn't always bad. No. Well, it's not bad. Like so again, Rajnikanth movie, noisy, great. Kabikushi Kabigam, people singing in the cinema dancing, that's great. So, okay, let me introduce something like a get out. Mm. Um okay. where Whereas some parts of it, I think, silence are very much appreciated. Like, I'm not sure I want some guy in the cinema going like, whoa, teacup! Like, you know, just, <laughs> no. Like, n- nobody needs or wants that. But there are other parts, um, more cathartic parts, I think, in the, the film, where noise, yelling, maybe even people going, whoa, um, mm. all of that is, is warranted. So I, I don't know. Like, I'm definitely not arguing for more talking. I have suffered greatly um, with, <laughs> with the talking in the cinemas. But I think some Sometimes it's fine. So it's it's a, I don't know. It depends on the movie, on I the think. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Like but, an Avengers Endgame situation. Uh, Completely okay. But then I come back to Get Out, where it's very hard to know a code of conduct. Because some parts you mm. can, some parts you cannot. No, and even Avengers Endgame, you want to cheer after Cap, you know, says the thing. That's yeah. fine. You shouldn't be laughing when somebody dies. You shouldn't be shouting exactly. warnings to people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or yeah, like exactly. narrating the plot to people. That would ruin it. Or, you know, your phone shouldn't be ringing at any point. At any point. Mm-hmm. Um, Aduna, by the way, says it would be great if we had something similar to the Prince Charles Theatre, which shows older movies. Yeah, that's exactly what we're getting at. We'd be there all the time. Yeah, because sadly <laughs> here that only happens in smaller screening spaces. Kudos to them. Um, they try very hard, but not a proper cinema experience, lah. 
and also i think it's because our cinema uh, landscape here is it's all cineplexes and all big name brands right um, a lot of other places have like independent cinemas mm-hmm. yes, owned yes. by yeah, yeah, yeah owned by families owned by like one guy who has a bunch of film reels so they get the opportunities to watch it i i don't know how viable it is here but it was going to be viable during the pandemic remember there was that whole thing where they were taking uh, votes one of the cinemas i can't remember oh to rescreen to stuff to rescreen yeah. and they were like we're going to show like big blockbusters cuz no new movies were coming out Oh, maybe don't show big blockbusters, right? Maybe mm. just show the stuff we want you to show. Um, so, <laughs> Lee Jun says, it's a great idea for cinemas to screen old movies on special days. They could invite married couples to attend special screenings so they can relive their first date at the cinema without the pesky younger sister or brother who they were chaperoning. <laughs> oh, this is a very this specific very scenario. Very specific, yeah. <laughs> very specific. I, I don't know if universal, but certainly for many, <laughs> I think I suspect that that is a thing. But the reliving who you watched a movie with I think is a really cute idea. I was just thinking about how I had watched Titanic with my school friends, my mm. my school girlfriends when um when it came out and we were obviously all like oh Leo, you know. Um I would love to do it again with the same friends. So you replicate the experience all over again? Yeah, and in fact yeah. we talked about it this time because Titanic was just re-released in the cinema, right? Oh, yeah. Um of course life got in the way. Everyone's an adult and we couldn't do it. <laughs> But if it happened regularly enough, I feel like it could become a thing. That would be really nice though. Very sweet. So, um we have let's see. Let, let's just look through some more of them. So, I like this set and it is a set. So, a meme 7 just says most movies from Christopher Nolan. I love most, <laughs> not all. Yeah. <laughs> most. Um meanwhile, Mark says Interstellar, Galax says Interstellar, Faisal uh says my best cinematic experience is Interstellar. That docking scene with the heavy organ score was mesmerizing. I'd watch it again in IMAX. I think actually most all Nolan movies are really quite rewatchable in the cinema except that 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 one i think i know when they say most Wait, like which, which one? one tenet Oh, but Tenet really was made for the cinema. It so was. And I you would, can't hear anything. I'm back to <laughs> I am back to the the same argument I made uh when we first reviewed Tenet, which is that it is Christopher Nolan's version of a Bond movie. And mm. so if you go in accepting that it's not going to be Inception and that instead it's just like Christopher Nolan going like, "And look, now they're on a boat and now they're <laughs> in an island and now they're doing this and you know, um and just having that kind of high high impact action with the beautiful set pieces with a damsel in distress all that stuff i still find it cinematic i think it is um to be fair memento is actually the only nolan film that i didn't watch in the cinema same mm, same um i watched it on some dvd recommended to me by a man <laughs> you know you know like the really expert movie guys yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. um And I wonder whether whether that changed the way I think of the movie because I think of Memento as being a much smaller film like as a well. TV movie. Yeah. yeah. If Memento were on the big screen, you could watch it in black and white or some parts of it anyway. Oh. Some parts so, of it in yeah, black and white. That's go. true. That's true. Yeah. Also, I did do the thing where I rewatched it when they re-released uh, Interstellar. It, it wasn't like too far apart. Like, it was like uh, a year later. They did a re-release. They did. So oh. they uh, 26 2014 it came out and then in 2016 early 2016 they brought it back because I think the the schedule was dry and then they wanted to show it again. So I didn't go back and watch it. I would watch that movie any number of times. In IMAX would pay the premium price for that ticket. It's such a cinema thing 
that movie. I would watch Interstellar again um, only because I hated it so much um, the first time mm. that it affected my cinema viewing. <laughs> like, like I regret not liking it. Um, I think I needed time with it. I needed to rewatch it. I don't regret that. Um, but I wish I could now, loving it, being moved to tears, you know, wanting yeah. to watch the countdown, all the rest of it. With that in mind, I want to go back into the cinema and rewatch it. I still haven't gotten over my initial lukewarmness of Interstellar, and so I never rewatched it. Hmm. Um, you so never rewatched it because I'm like, what if I hate it even more? So I thought that, but you have nothing to lose, <laughs> except that all the people who are Nolan fans will start hating on me. No, I think I I think we can accept right that Interstellar <laughs> is like. Yeah. I mean, it it was divisive even at the time. No, mm. and to be fair, enough people whose taste I trust have told me that it's worth a rewatch. Yeah. So, yes, I think I, I'm going to have to do it. Maybe it'll come on the cinema again. If you guys could pick one Nolan movie, just one, to watch in the cinema again, since he's such a cinematic, like, you know, guy, mm. um, which one would it be? I'd pick The Prestige because it's my absolute favourite Nolan film. But it's the least cinematic, right? Depends. I, I, I think, think it is. It, it the is, least but, yeah. cinematic, mm. yes, but I like that the actors are so charismatic. And also, I watched it for the first time it was one of those movies that I like. I wandered into a cinema, decided to watch it because it was Hugh Jackman and Christian Bale. Didn't realize it was Nolan, and mm. came out with my mind blown. So mm. I think it's a little bit of nostalgia as well. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Um, mine would be The Dark Knight. I mean, it's so. Oh gosh, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, I would watch. I, that's the movie. So that's my Titanic. Uh, you watched it thirteen times. I, I overall, I overall. <laughs> I saw it um, eight times in the cinema. I would I would watch it another eight if given the chance. Well, I've already said Interstellar uh, for reasons of redemption. So, like, <laughs> no, because I truly I was so mad at it. I really mm. was mad at it, and um, and then I watched it during the pandemic, and I was just like, ah, I was an idiot. <laughs> like, like I missed out. So I, I want to go back and do the thing. Um, we also have Vilvarajan. Okay, there are two messages from Vilvarajan, one on WhatsApp, one on Instagram. If you are different Vilvarajans, I apologize. If you are the same, then it works because I'm lumping you together. So um, Instagram Vilvarajan says it's definitely Gravity and Mad Max Fury Road. Um, Gravity, I think, fits into that interstellar conversation we were having, right? The whole idea of a space movie. Also, I actually think Gravity is one of those movies that might not even work on anything outside of a cinema screen. It didn't work for me in the cinema oh, even. Oh, I watched it in the cinema three times. I absolutely loved it. Um, but I really, I have never rewatched it since. You did the 3D? I did one time 3D, one time IMAX and one like a regular screening. Huh. It's the only 3D movie I've ever seen in the... No, wait, I saw the second Ghost Rider in, in 3D. <laughs> well, <laughs> and got a headache. Clearly um, all the quality cinema then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All top notch. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that was like my only 3D experience. Um, and it works so well. It was such a... And it's so short. The movie's like an hour and a half, mm. I think. What's up, Vilvarajan says, guys, can can Zack Snyder's Justice League be considered for this? That movie would have been so great to watch in the cinema, especially for its climax. I can't wait for The Flash. All six hours? Four and a half hours? How long was it? Four, four, and a four hours plus plus? Yeah. I'm tapping out of this one <laughs> if it ever happens. So I, I can understand um, why. I'm not a fan of that movie, uh, but I can understand why uh, a fan would want to see it on the big screen because of the way it was shot. So it is shot in like IMAX aspect ratio um, and, it, and it looks huge. I, I, I don't think it, the TV was the right place for like a visual director like him. Um, so I, I can see it. I can see it. You know, I can see it. So we're talking today about 
movies that we want to see reissued in cinemas just so we can go back and watch it on the big screen again. Um, and it can be anything. It can be something that you never managed to see in a cinema that you now want to, or it can be something that you remember watching and you're like, well, that was great. I want to do it again. Uh, you can WhatsApp 018-789-8899. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Our next clip, I'm going to let Sharmila set up. Okay. The Matrix, for me, is a defining cinema moment, like movies that you'll always remember you watching in the cinema. Um, and I think re-watching it on a big screen with all of the the coolness and the stunts and um, that... I think it, I, I've, I would desperately want to watch everything again. I think, for me, recently I rewatched it again in a small screen and it just reminded me of how much better the first film was compared to all the others. I think I would want to rewatch it because... I didn't understand it the first time. I, I, I watched it three blur. times when it came out the first time. Yeah. And then I only understood it like after the third. Yeah. I don't think I understood it like 10 years later when I watched <laughs> it. I was like, mm, I, I think I get it. Um, but yeah, that's my only reason for wanting to see it again <laughs> in the cinema. Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. Breathe freely, Malaysians. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, it's 8.37 and you're listening to Popcorn Culture with Lynn, Sharmila and Arvin. It's our supercut and tonight we're talking about movies that we would like to catch in cinemas again. Um, in other words, stuff that came up before that you'd like to see make their way back into the theatre. Um, you can tell us what your picks are. WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So um, In the Mood for Love was my pick, although when I mentioned it, all three of us were like, 
Oh. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I mean, I want to watch it for a few reasons. Um, I've been lamenting the the lack of like slow-paced dramas being celebrated in, in cinema. Um, but also, is there a more beautiful movie? I mean, is there a more beautiful movie to see on the big screen? No, that's exactly it. The movie is so beautiful. The I'm thinking of the colours and what it would look like sitting in front of a huge screen feeling like you're in the film. Um, and even that is enough for me to get super excited. I, I In the mood for love, just for the way it looks in itself is worth watching in the cinema, let alone the fact that the story is amazing. So this reminds me of something that I learned um, recently about, you know, so we have like 4K and 8K resolution and then HD and stuff, right? Um, and I learned recently that there is no way for 4K, 8K or any kind of uh, home video technology that we have today to capture the the depth and the color of film, which means that the only way to experience those movies, if it is projected by film, on a film reel, on a big screen. And that fact just like, that fact blows my mind sometimes to know that, you know, looking at something like In the Mood for Love, uh, you're talking about the colors, just the, the depth um, and the way it shot the cinematography, right? You can't watch that on a small screen. Like you literally, the small screen has no way of showing you that. Streaming services, no internet connection or bandwidth has any way of projecting that for you in the way that it was supposed to be seen. So the cinema is the only place in its original form. And that I love that fact and I also hate that fact. It makes me kind of sad. Yes, exactly. Which is why we should watch it again on the big screen. Guys, we let's, I mean, let's campaign. Let's just like moodily show up and like smoke. We, none of us smoke, <laughs> but we can just moodily show up and smoke indoors. And we, they ask us why. It's like, we'll keep doing it. It's like this. a silent protest until yeah. In the Mood for Love is green. We, we need to speak as little as those two. So uh-huh. it's just like, I want it. Do you? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. And then we just do that all day until they... they relent. Um, so Zesin says, 2001 A Space Odyssey, that image would be such a great movie Oof. seen on the silver screen just purely for an aesthetic experience. And then also says, anything Wonka Wai, again, if not for the storytelling, just for the aesthetic value. No doubt his films have had such an impact on local cinema uh, from movies like Sepit to Guang. 100%. I mean, 2001 Space Odyssey, anything Kubrick. Can you imagine watching Clockwork Orange in the cinema? I don't think I'd ever sleep again. The Shining. Oh my gosh. Oh, those hallways yeah. on the again, big screen. Yeah, don't think I'd ever sleep again uh, yeah, or live yeah. in a hotel. Yeah, but 2001 though, I mean, just seeing those set pieces yeah. and yeah, the, yeah. the imagery, my God. Mm. Speaking of, uh, PJ says, Gone with the Wind, imagine Scarlet coming down that big staircase. Mm. Uh, and then also says, Breakfast at Tiffany's is another. Oh, that's lovely. That's and, nice. Um, and I think with like an Audrey Hepburn, it's less about it's less about the story itself and I think sometimes about the personality of the actors. I think some actors, some characters work so well in the larger screen that you can watch them in. Also movies like that, right? It's not just about the visuals because I think the visuals you can somewhat, somewhat get on a smaller screen. It's the sound. I think it's the mm. sound on those big speakers because they are like they are imperfect sound. They're slightly distorted. They sound old. They sound crackly. It's that sound that you can't get um, if you watch it at home, I think. Um, we have some voice notes, actually, that have come in. Let's start with this fr- this one from WKW. How about war movies? The Great Escape, The Bridge on the River Kwai, Saving Private Ryan, etc., etc. Thanks for that, WKW. Um, I think that war movies are actually, tr- truthfully, such an awesome big screen experience. It's just I find them very tough. Um, 
I would watch them once in the cinema, absolutely, because that's kind of how they're meant to be watched, I think. Mm. But probably not a rewatch. Guys, if we watched All Quiet on the Western Front... I was Front, just going to say, I was just going to one, say. That one, thank God it was a Netflix release. Uh, they would have to allocate extra time yeah. um, just for people to sit there like hollow. Yeah. They would have to put up screens in between seats because otherwise you're like ugly crying. Yeah, it's mm. it's. I mean, it's a very tough movie. I agree with um, I agree with our voice noter that it really is such a great experience, but also such a woo. And Saving Private Ryan in particular is so visceral. Uh, Dan also says Saving Private Ryan, and I hear you, but also woo, it's tough. Um, the opening montage, right? The yes, opening yes, of yes. Saving Private Ryan. Yes. I think it entirely also goes back to, in the first place, what do you want to rewatch? Which is perhaps mm. a different question from what we're talking about, but related. My first thought upon watching that opening sequence in Saving Private Ryan was that the only way I would do this if I, is if I just pretended to be dead in the boat and took my chances with the shots. <laughs> like, either I freeze. I don't, I don't see myself storming the beach, you guys. I don't think I would make it up. Nope. But having said that, I kind of think I would be really excited about rewatching Apocalypse Now in the cinema. I thought about Apocalypse oh, wow. Now um, because it's because so beautiful. Shots, yes, yeah. yes. Did you guys watch uh, 1917 when it was out? Yes. Yes. Uh, would you watch it again? Like, did, since did you're talking about war it? movies, we did. We, we, right? did, we, did, ah, we did. Yeah. Okay. Um, would I watch it? No, lah. Actually, that movie hasn't left a huge imprint on me, even though I remember really enjoying it when it came out. Same. Same. And I don't know why. Because I would think like that's the kind of movie I would want to go back for. Mm. But I've never thought about rewatching that movie, even though it's so like adrenaline fueled. I don't even want to rewatch Dunkirk though. So it's possible that I'm oh. just not a big rewatch war movie person. That's mm. true. Mm. Um, we also have another voice note. This is from Zainal. I would love to watch uh, Shawshank Redemption and The Ultimate Gift in cinema. Oh yeah. And not to forget uh, Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2. Just to relieve my children' experience, but well, might as well throw in this the whole series of Harry Potter also there. <laughs> <laughs> Zainal, what a great list! Um, really, just such a strong one. I think Home Alone would be so fun yeah. in in the cinema. I'm trying to remember whether I watched Home Alone in the cinema. I don't think I did. I watched Home Alone too. That I remember mm -hmm. because we like bugged our parents to take us. I watched both on video, but over and over again, but on video. Yeah, no, mm. but that's such a great list. Shawshank Redemption is a good one. Um, it's a really good one. I'm going to echo the Harry Potter thing <laughs> for me. Um, oh, yeah, because you because never, I never did. watched you it in the, yeah. I missed all of them like a muggle. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I don't know how I didn't uh, think of that. I, I would want to watch those in the cinema again, for sure. Uh, Lawrence also says Shawshank Redemption, cinematic. Too bad I watched it on TV, which I, um, yeah, I mean... Which I I think most of us might have. Watch Shawshank on yeah. TV? Mm -hmm. Yes, but it would be nice in the cinema. Uh, Hui Ting says Avatar 1, uh, which did come out again, did yes, it not? Yes, pre-Avatar yeah. 2. Indeed. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> speaking of beautiful movies or movies that kind of really are hugely cinematic. I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo, says Blade Runner 2049 as the Sparks lover. Uh, Brian, meanwhile, says watching Blade Runner 1982 would be nice in a cinema. Ah, yeah. so I'm going to say 1982 because obviously I've watched 2049. Um, and 1982 is one of those like, oh, I wish I had watched that in the cinema. Those are, It's one of those movies that doesn't let you close your eyes because it's so like you just want to take in all the visuals. That movie would be amazing on the big screen. Um, we have another voice note, I think. This is Latif. Gladiator, bro. Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> Did not 
expect that. Love it. So I, I watched Gladiator, uh, bro, in, in the cinema. And um, I agree with that. Gladiator was a hugely, like a great, great movie to watch uh, in on the big screen. I'm the equivalent of the muggle in this situation because as you guys know, I only watched Gladiator recently when we did a throwback. But were I, you entertained? I was uh-huh. tremendously entertained. I cannot believe I didn't watch it in the big screen. I, I missed it in the big screen. Uh, I watched it a long time ago, but not in the big screen. Ooh. So yeah, good choice. Oh, um, so I'm the only big screen person yeah. uh, for Gladiator. Man, it, it's it's really, really great. Um, it left such a... It left such an impact, I think. You know, the scenes with the the hand and the wheat and just all the rest of it. And of course, the gladiatorial scenes are just awesome. Uh, Nat says, Pacific Rim, y'alls, um, Jaeger and Kaiju's looking all grand and glorious. I watched it on IMAX and I had to um, pan every time the mechas are on fighting mode, trashing the Kaiju's like a boss. Oh, that's such a great one. I... I love Pacific Rim. I watch it in the cinema so many times. I watched it at Starlight Cinema once, which was amazing because it looked like they were really standing in front of you in the outdoor space. I love the first Pacific Rim. I still haven't seen the second one. It's terrible. Don't bother. <laughs> okay. It, I, I don't even think it exists. Mm-hmm. Okay, just just sense it completely. Yes. Yeah. Uh, some other more recent ones. Fateha says everything everywhere all at once and hunt for the wilder people. Sylvia mm. says everything everywhere all at once because of the sound design and eternal sunshine of the spotless mind because nostalgic. Oh, that's such an interesting pick. Good double bill also actually. Yeah. Sylvia's one. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Eternal sunshine. I'm trying to remember whether I even watched that in the cinema or whether it was one of those once again came to DVD. Um, for me, it was confirmed like DVD. Um, I remember watching it on the laptop, <laughs> <laughs> on, on on original DVD. Um, well, uh, some classics I think are being mentioned. So Wen Hong says James Cameron, The Terminator. Ooh, oh, wow! Nice, nice. I mean, it would be great. Terminator One and Two. Yes, and mm. especially Two. Especially, especially too. too. Uh, speaking of, I think Alien and Aliens uh, both also would be really, really great to watch on the big screen. Yeah. Just yeah. so good. Uh, some others, Steve says, Dear Hunter, especially the Russian roulette scene with uh, spectators screaming. Oh, wow. Uh, th- this, is, this is kind of war movie-esque, <laughs> yes. right? Yeah, no, yeah, that, yeah. I, I was like, oh, that scene is tough. Watching it on a big screen would be a lot a lot yeah also you know whose movies you have to watch in the big screen again and again Quentin Tarantino agreed right yeah yeah Inglorious that thing movie mm? um, oh I would love to watch that in the big screen Kill Bill again Kill Bill 1 and 2 mm-hmm. oh for sure uh Norman says everyone should watch Jaws on the big screen at least once in their lifetime I'm wondering Norman have you because I'm super jealous yeah yeah that would be something. I, I, I've never heard of a Jaws screening on in a cinema. Well, anywhere that I've been, I'd love to watch that. Isn't that the original blockbuster? Isn't that called yes, the yes, original yes, blockbuster? Yes. Yeah. It's it's what created this whole thing. Summer movie blockbuster yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. This show. <laughs> <laughs> um, Raj says Braveheart. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Missed yeah. that also. Yeah. Didn't watch it. Um, to be honest, lots of things with rallying speeches. Like, are, are, are quite fun to watch on the big screen. I mean, there's a bit of a theme going through. Not every monologue suits or needs a big screen treatment, but like the war cry is really something to behold, I think. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah, and you kind of need to see it larger than life, right? 
would you um would you do Return of the King again today? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Right? I'm, Wait, I, I extended. don't know why. Extended, yeah. extended. There well, we are. Is there any other? Come on. Yeah. I just think everything else is a lie. <laughs> like, it's not the correct thing. You have to watch the extended. I actually still don't know why they haven't done a, 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 another, like, marathon, all three movies. Too long? No, but I they mean... did it before, though. Come on. Right? But extended. Imagine if they forced you to buy drinks. <laughs> like, like you know, cafes that are like, yeah. you can't stay longer than this. You have to order another coffee. And like the cinema just walks in every time like, okay, the movie is done. <laughs> we know you're here for the marathon. How many other large Coca-Colas are we going to have? I mean, look, you can do that. Just make sure there are enough bathrooms for everybody that to is use. True. This is the thing. That is this true. This is the thing. Um, meanwhile, we have Jingyi who says, first Spider-Man movies. Actually, we have to hustle. We have so many. Uh, Jingyi says, first, fi- first Spider-Man movies with Toby would be so nostalgic. Cliche, but La La Land. It felt like a full-on cinematic experience and I felt like I was part of a musical. I also would love to watch the first Spider-Man in the cinema. It's very nostalgic for me because Same. it was the first time you saw Spider-Man on the big screen. Same. Yes, I remember watching this in mm. the cinema and I loved it. Um, we have another message that says Saw 1 to 7. Wow. Hard pass. I'm wondering also... But I get it, hard pass. I'm wondering also if you mean marathon because God. that's like a whole other Oof. kettle of fish. Uh, Berlinda has... I love uh, Sleepless in Seattle, such a sweet love story. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. And another movie starred by the same, You've Got Mail. Double bill. Yeah, Double bill in a not? cinema. And these movies are all just like under two hours, easily done. I'd watch the heck out of this. Yes. Like, I would watch the heck out of it. Yeah. Um, Winston says, Red Dawn, 1984, about an invasion in a small town. Flash dance. Uh, <laughs> to Sir With Love and The Young One. Such a large variety. I know. Mm. Flash dance is so interesting. I want to watch Footloose in the cinema on that video. Oh, yes. Mm. Or Grease. Be, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be nice. Crease. They, they look even older. <laughs> the detail. Yeah, you'd be like, oh, look at the 35-year-old. <laughs> um, meanwhile, we have Pravin who says Top Gun Maverick and Dune. I feel like Top Gun Maverick is going to be re-released every year on year. I mean, with the kind of money it made. Yes. Didn't Spielberg say, say that it saved, saved cinema? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, he went all out. Uh, Danny says, guys, I want to see Elephant Man, really. And the 80s mm-hmm. Jackie Chans are so fun. Um, we haven't had actually anybody bring up like David Lynch, but David Lynch on the big screen is something. Yes, and Elephant Man though. So I, I remember watching this um, when I was a little too young and crying buckets. Mm. So my association of watching this in the cinema doesn't feel very positive. Um, as in thinking of re-watching it in the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Mm. How old is this movie? 1980. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Um, Honey says, would love to watch Pride and Prejudice 2005 and Skyfall in the cinemas again because of the scenery and the feel. I agree about Skyfall. Oh, Skyfall is a great film to watch in the cinema. Actually, the name of the the name of the the message, um, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, would be a nice movie to watch <laughs> on the big screen, just because you know, because of the the size, the size. Yes, uh, Rish says, brace yourself, um, and then says in English, um, the seconds Terminator Two, Lord of the Rings Two, um, Born Two, Star Trek Two, Wrath of Khan, uh, Star Trek Two Into Darkness, trilogies, Star Wars Four Five Six. Meanwhile, the first, I go Star Trek, John Wick, Predator. 1987. Um, Indian movies, Uripali, did I? Yeah, not yeah? bad. Okay, uh, thank you. Uh, Uripali, Basha, that we spoke about earlier. Aruna Chalam, Pariyapa, which we spoke about earlier as well. Chandra Mukhi and Shivaji the Boss. So basically all Rajnika. All Rajni movies. 100% yeah. agree. Cosign, cosign. <laughs> uh, Jane says Speed and Hurt Locker. Is Speed Hurt because Locker. we played Matrix earlier? Although the bus chase alone. 
Perfect. Yeah. I, I mean, who ever tires of Keanu? This is true. Right? Like, it's been, yeah. he's been famous for I don't know how many years now, and we're not tired of him. Uh, Melvin says, Hello, Star Trek was great on IMAX. Which one, I wonder? The new one, maybe? Yeah. IMAX. Well, all so of the, it the would have one. to be yeah, yeah, all of one. the new Star Max, Star, Star Trek, <laughs> oh God, Star Trek Star movies. <laughs> Ah, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jess says, it would be great if I could catch Portrait of a Lady on Fire to have that cinematic experience. I agree with this. Um, I also want to once more bring up my serious banshees yes. of Inisherin anger because I wanted to watch that on the big screen. And banshees some, would have been so amazing in a cinema. Guys, yep. Green Knight, you know, like, like yeah. there's some movies that just need the cinematic thing. I mean, we complain about like not showing old movies. At least show the new movies. This is not true, like, right? Not, <laughs> like not show us new movies. No, instead we get Quantumania. <laughs> yeah. Don't. We are running out of time. I cannot believe you are triggering me with quantum mania <laughs> with like three minutes left to go. Loke is back to say Tron two and Pan's. Oh, Pan's Labyrinth. Ooh, that's yep. such a good, good one. Shot, good I shot. did watch Pans in the cinema and it is amazing. So did it's I. also terrifying. Yes. Mm. Uh, Loke also says, can BFM arrange for a lot of the rings marathon from your lips to God's ear? We will try. Um, <laughs> CKW says, yes, Matrix really needs to be watched in the cinema. Speed was the one where everyone clapped when the bus flew over the disconnected bridge. Oh, I, rem- I love that. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Such a good, such a good memory. Yeah. I, I, that makes me happy even though I wasn't there. Um, Amir says, Tenet, watching with small screen cannot understand. <laughs> Watching with big screen also can also understand. Cannot understand. Also can barely hear, but you know, <laughs> at least. Yup says airplane and naked gun. Hundred percent. Oh, that is. I would love to watch that in the on a on a, on a big screen. Even though I've seen it like hundred hundred times on the small screen, I would still watch Naked Gun on a big screen anytime. Yep. yep. Um, Eddie has is bringing up some classics that we've mentioned, some that we haven't. Ben Hur, Sound of Music, My Fair Lady, Passage to India, Dances with Wolves, and Doctor Zhivago. Uh, Zhivago, I think is how it's said. Patricia says Sound of Music. My dream is to go to a Sound of Music like fan screening when people oh. are like singing songs, like a sing along, like a big event. Yes. Yeah. Chinbin says Jumanji, which I love. Yes. yes. So nice. Yes. Um, Eric, the old one. The old one, I yes, think. The first um, one, yeah. Eric says 300 is the best. 300 yeah. is the best. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can agree. Watching them in the cinema is amazing. Uh, Christian says, hi, I've got a list. Sorry, don't apologize. Um, All Quiet on the Western Front, the original. Arrival. Um, so awesome to see the heptapods and the se- the dream sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danish war film, Land of Mine. Uh, the Kurosawa epics, which we spoke about earlier. All Wong Kawai, which we spoke about earlier. Um, Zuyu's Train with Gong Li. Um, Mani Ratnam's Bombay. Uh, the Dream Life of Angels. And Close Up. That is such a great list. Really such a good list. Mm-hmm. Anything Denis Villeneuve, I think. You know, you can mm. watch again and again. Actually, Christian, I'm just going to copy your list and like, like yeah. go and look it up. I because... love the Kurosami mention as well. Mm. Mm-hmm. They, they just sound great. Um, HX says Face Off and <laughs> John Woo yes. films. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Cool Cannot sign. believe it took us this long yeah. to get to Face <laughs> Off. off. Um, all right, closing off with Jesper. Uh, I, we're just going to have to do a quick selection, I think, unfortunately. But Jesper includes uh, Wizard of Oz, Song of the South, Gigi, um, Saturday Night Fever, and then things like Casablanca, Pollyanna, Ten Commandments, another classic. Ah, yes. Silence of the Lambs, a bunch of Indiana Jones, James Bond, uh, Pretty Woman, ooh, LA Confidential. Indiana Jones also. Mm. Indiana Jones in the cinema would be great. LA Confidential would look beautiful on a big screen. Yep. 
Thank you, everybody, for listening. We are so out of time. Um, but keep those thoughts coming. What movie would you like to see reissued in the cinema? You've been listening to Popcorn Culture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.